For years, we've been exterminating them. Fox Thursday. It's payback time. A Fox World premiere thriller. The Rats at 87 Central Fox Day. Yo, check this out. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to Television Movie Night. Uh, it's January, Mark. Very much so. Very yes. much so. Holy God. We're here in 2022. And say hello to the new year. Same as the old boss. Same as the old boss. Mark, how's your week going? Uh, Andrew, I am uh, I'm I'm up to my ass in jobs. I'm working a lot now. This seems like a very it's 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 always it's one or the other. It's just it's one or the other with you. It's either exactly. I'm never gonna work again or uh, what am I supposed to do with all these goddamn jobs? I got grandma, grandma, about all these jobs. She says I gotta come in as a goddamn alternate. I got other shit to do, grandma. Uh, no, yes, it's feast or famine, and that's just, that's just what my life is. Um, I actually watched the movie that we're going to talk about today while I was on break at my job. I On the toilet, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but I tried to watch it while I was on lunch, and I found this movie so upsetting. (laughs) Repulsive, if you will. I could not eat and watch it at the same time, which is very unusual for me. I can generally <laughs> get through. Andrew, as you know, I'm usually eating my lunch while pooping and watching this week's TV movies. So yeah, I remember. I remember I you really don't have of, this type of issue. I remember your v- review of Solo and you were like, I mean, I was eating a big hoagie during that thing, but uh, I thought it dragged in the second act. The song yeah. was good, though. Um, and then I dumped out. <laughs> uh, well, is uh, do you have do you have more work coming up? I I, I you know I don't want to I don't want to stress you out about this podcast if you have so much work. I have a lot of very exciting stuff. Uh, yeah, no, Andrew. As long as we don't have to watch something as upsetting as this movie again, everything should be fine. <laughs> well, two thousand two was an upsetting year, so. Well, let's you jump think, right. You think I'd be immune to the, the <laughs> this type of upsetting information, but this movie really did it to it me. Somehow got underneath your skin. All right, well, let's jump in. January 2022. Uh, our theme this month is that we're looking back to movies that were released 20 years ago. Yes. 2002. Uh, last week we watched Tad. No. What did we watch last week? Atomic Tornado. Atomic, Atomic Twister, Twister with Mark Paul Gosler. And uh, that was fun. This week, however, that was we're a weird watching, one. I enjoyed it. Yeah. This week, apparently, we're watching, we, we, uh, we got some, we got something a little bit grosser, a little bit grimier. The rats. The rats. But before we talk about that, Mark, very quickly in 2002, I, I, I pull up a Wikipedia page here. The 10 highest grossing films from 2002. I'm going to give you three guesses. Let's see if you can. Let's see if you can get. Let's see if you can get the top five. All right. Spider-Man. Spider-Man at number three. This is based on worldwide box office, by the way. Oh, worldwide. Okay. Spider-Man. Matrix Revolutions. A little too early for that. 
Okay. Um, Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, all right. Let's let's cast your mind back to 2002. Here's what was in the box office. Your highest grossing worldwide. Number one from New Line, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. That was 2001? 2002. According to my notes here, yes. Okay. No, I believe it. Uh, if I remember correctly, they tried to get them to change the name of that movie because of the uh, September 11th attack. Of course, yeah. Of course. Number two, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Sure. Number three, Spider-Man. Number four, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Five, Men in Black 2. Six, Die Another Day. Seven, Signs. Number eight, Ice Age. Number nine, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Wow. And number 10, Minority Report. What a time. What a time. Do you know what won uh, Best Picture from 2002 as a final uh, framing of what kind of- Why why are you trying to embarrass me? I'm not Uh, trying to embarrass you. I'm just, I wouldn't have, I don't know. I wouldn't have known. Of all but, of those, of all of those highest grossing movies, what was released in 2002 that would have won Best Picture for that year? I, Jesus, I Cinderella Man. <laughs> they they were so confident. They said, "If you don't like the movie, fuck it, get your money back. It's a good movie. <laughs> it, it is a good. Movie. It is a good movie. Russell Crowe, Paul Giamatti. I remember really liking that movie. Yes, I watched it many times. It's is very that a, good. Is that a Ron Howard movie? It is, it and is. it's delightful. Uh, no, Cinderella Man did not win Best Picture. <laughs> that it would have been it would have been right around that time though. That year it didn't, but it did. It was a Best Picture winner, as I recall. I don't know what is it. Chicago would have won in two thousand. That was God damn it. That was my second guess. All right, well, that's the frame. That's what we're talking about. Two thousand two. So then just keep that in mind when we discuss the rats. In a segment I like to call, well, what do you know? Mark, the rats aired on Fox on September 19th, 2002. And we have a bit of a Dan Curtis's Dracula situation happening here. Oh boy, do we. In that this was supposed to air a year prior literally the week of september 11th fox punted it saying Why? we're gonna show an old episode of ally mcbeal i have no idea what they were i don't get it what happened what happened september <laughs> some fateful tuesday well, robert pattinson got a new job that's what happened oh that's when they were like we, we we're not going to compete with this pattinson story this thing he's he's really excited about it he is a very it's it's he's I'm going to tell you, you're going to remember him. Oh, yeah. Uh, No, this was uh, supposed to come out the week of September 11th and was rescheduled and then pushed to a full year later, much like Dan Curtis' Dracula, where it was postponed around Halloween time because of Spiro Agnew's uh, resignation. Amazing. If we remember correctly. This starred, cast thousands, Madchen Amick. Who I love. A Mick from, from? From uh, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Uh, Riverdale. Both from, with Firewalk With Me and the, the more recent uh, uh, reboot. The more recent re- reboot. Showtime. And she's in uh, Riverdale. She is in Riverdale. Owes, which owes a great deal to Twin Peaks. And yes. 
she, I looked this up uh, the other day. Uh, she was in another TV movie from 1990 called I'm Dangerous Tonight. The plot synopsis is that's that's how what I tell people when I've had like a like a really messy burrito. Oh yeah, like, yeah, folks, folks, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm I'm feeling pretty dangerous tonight. <laughs> that's what I say to yeah, that's what you say to your toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I don't want any trouble. I don't want any trouble. <laughs> You 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 got to do what you got to do, but I got to do what I got to do. All right. <laughs> you have a job, and I have a job. Um, but yeah, the synopsis of that movie is: uh, fashion designer Madden Amick, uh, Madchen <laughs> Madchen Amick, uh, makes a dress out of a Aztec gown oh. <laughs> that causes people to kill each other. Uh, it also stars Anthony Perkins from Psycho. So we'll be watching that pretty soon. I what have a, a suspicion. What a terrible name. I'm feeling dangerous, even though it's like, you know. Tonight. You, I'm feeling dangerous tonight, you, but you're donning like a Aztec warlord dress. You know, you, I don't know. I feel like I, I love the specificity. <laughs> I love that it's like, you know what? I wasn't dangerous uh, this afternoon or this morning. Uh, do you, do you think do you think that they were trying to ride the coattails of the uh, early '90s product Chicken Tonight? There you go. I imagine they I'm were feeling dangerous tonight. Feeling dangerous tonight. Oh no, I think it was Mac Tonight. Ah, oh, the late '80s. That horrifying moon thing that the moon uh, creature that McDonald's know, was pushing on. They all said of us. that's what kids like. We got to ride those coattails. I know. I don't care. Don't call it anything Aztec related. We want it to we want it. We want people to be kind of confused that it, maybe this is the Mac tonight movie. <laughs> we need people to be confused. That's what our brand is. Confusion. Because when you see a Mac tonight commercial, you get you get kind of weirded out because this guy could pull a knife and upset. On yeah. Yeah. Well, she's in this movie. Uh, Vincent Spano is also in this film. He's from Alive. Yeah, uh, he was in a couple of mid '90s kind of things. He was definitely pushed on all of us as like, "This guy's gonna be big." And then America Said. just shrugged and was like, "Nah, we're okay." Uh, as a recurring role on Law and Order Special Victims Unit, also starring Sean Michael Howard. You know it, the Cable Guy and Men of Honor. Sure. In that he had a line in both those movies, but I can't tell you which character it was. I'm going to assume it was the uh, he he was this guy is actually the Ben Stiller role. And he probably uh, had honor. In in uh, the cable guy. Yeah. Uh, playing the Menendez brothers. When's the last time you saw the cable guy? Uh, it's been a long time. <laughs> Ben Stiller has directed it. Like that was the big thing is that he directed that movie. And he's Uh, in it. And he's in it because Tenacious D are in it. uh, Kyle Gass. But they never share the screen together. No, they don't. Kyle Gass uh, is a guy that uh, once all of the cable goes out, because in the background, simmering in the background is this very uh, uh, taut courtroom 
uh, thing, thing that everybody wants to know what is going to happen. Ben Stiller's playing brothers that appear yes. that are very much like the Menendez brothers. And right? then when the cable goes out, Kyle gas Kyle picks up a book. Picks he goes, up a book oh. and goes, oh, <laughs> it's very silly and weird. This is written by Frank Deasy. Deasy nuts. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. All right. I, I told everyone in the pre-show I wasn't going to do that, but I made a last but minute. We all uh, knew you would. <laughs> yeah. I winked. I crossed my fingers. Frank Deasy, who wrote uh, the movie Prozac Nation. That was a thing. With uh, Winona Christina Ryder? Ricci. Is Christina Ricci. That's right. Uh, also wrote several episodes of Prime Suspect. Great in the show. UK with Helen Mirren. Oh, everybody loves her. This is directed by John Laffia. Do you know who John Laffia is? What What is his big claim to fame, Mark? Uh, I know that he hung himself in tw- uh, not too long ago. Jesus Christ, I didn't know that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry to drop that shit on you. Spoiler. Uh, he hung himself like a year or two, two ago. Um, I know that he was a director who did the blue iguana and he had another big movie right after that. What, what was it? John Lafayette wrote the original child's play. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And then went on to direct child's play Two, two, which I enjoy a lot. He did not go on to direct bride of Chucky or child's play three. <laughs> the other ones or play harder he's got uh screenwriting credit technically for the one with the remake mark yeah. hamill and audrey plaza audrey plaza audrey that movie plaza. was good did you ever see it i didn't see it no it's pretty good uh some people really like the sci-fi uh, television series as well Oh, i haven't caught it no but others i believe say it's trash so buyer beware Mark, before we jump in, what did you think the rats were going to be about? Andrew, given given when this thing came out, I figured it would be about rat. I don't know. I I was I think I was hoping for a Guerdon True Blood esque uh, creature feature about mon- uh, everyday creatures that suddenly become monsters. And then a small town has to band together to overcome them Mm -hmm. by any means necessary. And then you've got, you got uh, your Pied Piper character saying, close down the beaches. Oh man, that would be great. If there was, if someone showed up and was like, well, I can play a flute and that'll (laughs) take care of everything. And they all look at each other and they're like, all right. And then they stiff the guy and he's like, guess what? And then he's stealing your children. Uh, it's okay I'll, I'll get paid don't worry about it oh don't you worry uh i was hoping for something similar as well i mean this is you know we every time we come across a uh a movie that's in the made for tv format that is about an animal or a deadly something or other or a group of animals it's just we're looking at jaws and we're saying how's it going to compare to jaws or the birds because it's like John, you know, Jaws is a, a killer shark is dangerous. A single bird, not dangerous. But you right. have a mass of them, then it's then it gets scary. You have right. a mass of rats, then it gets scary. 
you know, a, a deadly bees. Sure. Uh, it happened at Lakewood Manors. Ants. <laughs> yeah. When you got a bunch of them, but there's usually some similarities. Tarantulas that there's aren't tarantulas. Some similarities where it's like they have to go and say, we have to shut it down. I have to take this car to the Superdome. And they say, you're crazy. <laughs> We're never going to get the Superdome that cold. What are you, dumb? And that's what happened in Jaws. They had to get the shark to the Superdome. I remember that. Yeah. Well, let's a great ending. It, let's see if it stacks up. We, well, we've already tipped our hand here to say that this apparently nauseated Mark. I think it was, was it the frontal nudity that was the nauseating part? I think that was upsetting to me. I did text <laughs> you the moment I saw it and I said, this cannot be on television. I saw a booby. Well, uh, act one, let's jump in. We are told via text on screen that the, that they, they, and I don't know who they're talking about here. I got immediately uncomfortable. I said, Oh, I don't know. What, okay. I don't know All what Frank right. Deasy's unloading here, but uh, he's got a bone to pick with somebody. They ha- wiped Some out group of people. <laughs> they wiped out half the population during the middle ages and they survived. They were one of the few animals to survive after the bomb was dropped on Japan. But New York city is losing the war to eliminate them. Yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, uh, it's, it's un- uncomfortable, uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, then we see a bunch of CGI rats biting at wires. So, all right, I guess we're talking about rats. You're like, oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, all right. Phew. Some some rodent creature. All right, I, I like uh, that. I That's fine. Worried, I can get behind this. I, I was worried that Frank Deasy had just spiked all of my YouTube recommendations going forward. Yeah. Into something incredibly uncomfortable. But that's right. We're set in the city. We're set in the greatest city in the world, New York City. Uh, the city's added, so nice. They named it twice. At a department store, actually, like a like a Gimbel's. Actually, it's a, a Gel. It, I want to keep calling it Gelson's, but it's Garson's. It's Garson. Andrew Garson yes. means boy. Oh. It okay. So they just call it boy. I apparently I don't know. Uh, well, we're at Garson's and we get a little again, we get uh, we get the lady skinny dipping out in the water from the, the Jaws comparison here. Sure, I guess. So we start off looking at a very thin woman, kind of she puts a little bit of uh, um, perfume on her wrist. She smells it. She thinks it's OK. She says... Then she goes to the dressing room. She takes mm-hmm. off all of her clothes Andrew, yes, I I called my minister immediately. <laughs> I'm going to assume that this was not in the broadcast cuts. No, this is what we well, the one that we were watching was on YouTube and it had Danish subtitles. So I have to assume that it was broadcast overseas and they're like, we can show boobies there. Said, we have to show boobies there. We can't are, show we a gun. Legally required to show. Can't, can't show a gun. Can't show somebody firing a gun, but we can, we can show boobs. And they say that's, it's a, it's a requirement by the government. Um, but yes, I prayed. I spoke to my minister. He said, Jesus Christ, man. Have you ever gotten any? <laughs> Um, anyways, the scene continues. She is 
She is sexily trying on clothes, which, uh, Mark, having been inside a dressing room myself, I don't think this is how this works. Well, because A, as a big fat monster inside what is what tantamounts to an airplane bathroom size. A bathroom uh, stall is what I always imagine. Yeah, it's me just like trying to put on a shirt and just like Herman Munster punching through the wall into the next uh, uh, stall next to me and just tumbling out with my ass in the air after I try and put on a pair of pants that don't even come up halfway past my knees. Yeah. Uh, no, I have never understood the purpose of a dressing room because I always put stuff on and then I glance at myself in the mirror and I'm like, hey, I'm still disgusting. And then I sit down. That's always the big thing is that I sit down. And I'm like, <laughs> is it tight around my waist when I sit down? Because this is what I'm going to be doing most of my life. Well, it's, it's I'm a like, wonder that I you guess can, it's fine. Most of those things always have that little tiny corner shelf. That yeah, it's like, a tiny little. Yeah, I can kind of set my butt on it. I but can uh, fit half of my enormous ass cheek on it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I guess this is fine. Meanwhile, and then I leave. Yeah. Meanwhile, this character is like, da, da, oh, da, da, I've da. got it. Da, 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 yeah, da, she's da, like, da, I look da, amazing da, da. in this thing. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. I've never felt this way. Mm, no. Ever? You said, well, my, in any room? The tarp I usually throw on myself, it, I, I guess sometimes it's a little bit form-fitting. Anyway, she puts her clothes in a big pile on the ground. We get a POV of what uh, appears to be a rat climbing into that pile of clothes. She reaches uh-huh. her hand into it and something, her. something fucking bites her. She comes up. She's got a big, huge wound on the tip of her finger. We're then introduced to Susan, who is Madchenamick. Madchenamick. Is that Mad how you pronounce it? Madchenamick. Madanamchik. Uh, Susan is Garson's operational manager. And she's meeting with some hoity-toity clients outside the store to show them around the incredible gimbals that we have here. Look at this. We got a Santa Claus. We got <laughs> you haven't you you ain't ever seen a piggly wiggly like this. I'll tell you <laughs> that right now. We got the big toy department. Somebody runs up and they're like, the fashion show's going terrible. Some guy in a Santa Claus costume is trying to pull people off the stage. It's like, oh, my God, I have to handle this. Meanwhile, uh, in another part of the store, uh, Tom Hanks and an old dude are just playing chopsticks on a piano. They're like, I don't I don't know what's happening anymore. Well, she shows around uh, these clients because they are very rich. And it's this is to show that she cares about her job. She takes as it very as rich, seriously. As long as rich people as but yes, that's the thing. As long as as long as somebody's paying the bills, certainly ain't doing this at no Kmart. But Garson's, they're gonna go the extra mile. Yeah. Susan is called in to troubleshoot the lady who got bit. Uh, and she decides to explore what, what the heck happened, reaching into the pile of clothes. Oh my god, what's gonna happen? Uh, is she, she gonna finds, get bit again? No. No. She finds a carpet attack and she says, must have been a fucking carpet attack. Sorry about that. Uh, in the spirit of fairness, why don't you keep the clothes? I'll give you the outfit for free. Tell them you got it at Garson's. 
tell them come in and get bit and you get a free outfit of Garson. <laughs> get a free outfit. It's a good deal when you really get down to it. It's like when you go to the barber and if they nick your ear, they like they're like, all right, haircuts free, and you think, all right, oh yeah. And then yeah, the next time you're, you're just, just kind of around like anytime Ugh. they ask you a yes or no question, you just whip your head around. Oh uh-huh, no, <laughs> yes, but also no. Uh, do you feel this is Mark? Let's say that you were fumbling around on the floor because you're just like, you're like, I'm never coming out of here. And you like collapse in the fetal position on the floor, manage to cut yourself on a carpet attack. And they say, sir, you can have your tarp for free. Would you consider that a win? I'd consider that a win. Um, what What is the going rate on a Moo that I wear? Probably like $17. Well, at a, gar- a Garson's Moo we're talking. 35 $40 could be upwards of $45. Yeah. Um, I think that's a win. Certainly. Well, it seems like Susan's boss warns her not to leave the door open for a lawsuit. She's like, did you get a release? Did you have her sign something that says we ain't responsible for you fucking dying? She's like, it was a carpet attack. <laughs> but the How boss is like, to get that paper signed. The boss says, well, uh, make sure that your generosity doesn't get this uh, store closed down. But later, Susan is with her daughter. She basically says, forge that signature. (laughs) She says you should. She says we should hang a sign much like when you when somebody is you've ever been in uh, in a store or a public area where somebody is recording something. Oh, yeah. Just hang one of those. Hang one of those signs. You're not responsible for anything that ever happens at any point. But by being here, you're releasing your image as well. Susan is with her daughter, Amy. Apparently, Susan is also a swim coach. Uh, Yes. Apparently, she's like super competitive, but she also is very good at swimming. Maybe this will come back into play. Probably not. I have no idea. But they're at the local Y, basically, swimming around. Uh, and so she's like, she likes to swim. The pool will be a recurring element in this movie. Later, yes. Later, Amy talks about her father to reveal that her her father and Susan are divorced. Uh, but then Amy gets scared by a rat at the window of their apartment. Mark, you lived in New York City. Did this happen to you constantly? Okay. All right. So here's the thing about this movie. If we're going to get into it. Um, yes. I saw rats in New York city. I would occasionally see more than one rat. It did not bother me. There was a very cute mouse that lived in the, um, like kitchen area that no one ever used in my dormitory freshman year. Yeah. It wasn't a big deal. I do remember, uh, this is a very distinct memory that like I talked to a lot of people about and I probably brought it up on the show before. I remember waiting uh, on the subway and a rat that was probably two feet nose to tail was on the subway platform. It's a big fucking rat. That's a big fucking rat. It was on the subway platform. Subway pulls up. (laughs) It was, it was, it wanted the local, it was only running express, only running express doors open rat goes in. And (laughs) I just remember thinking like, what are the odds that this big ass rat 
knows. It's going uptown, man. It's got to go. I mean, I respect. No, I remember all of it. I was like, what are the odds that this rat knows that it's taking the Q train express to Coney Island? Because that's where we are. That's what is that is what the rat got on. And I was like, this is bizarre. But it just happened in front of my eyes. Uh, So, yeah, seeing one or two rats on a windowsill, not a big deal. In New York City specifically. In New York City specifically. Well, uh, it freaks out the daughter so much that they instruct the superintendent of the building to come in and lay some traps. Yeah, this guy, this fucking guy. Which I'm surprised uh, because they went ahead and they they wrote a Batman villain. uh, Basically. As the the superintendent here. Because... He comes in and he says, well, you know, rats are going to be rats. I'm from New York. Pizza. Gabagool, baby. Yeah, he's wearing a A-frame shirt and he's like, what are you going to do? I'll tell you what you should do. Forget about it. Hey. And they're like, just fucking play the traps. Please, he's man. Like, All Please. right. You've busted my fucking balls here. But he goes down into the basement and it turns out that the super is more of a sympathetic person towards all living creatures because he's got a bunch of birds in cages. Mm-hmm. But he also has rats. And he says, look, just I would wandering around just wandering free rats just hanging out. And so uh, it might be one of the situations where it's like, you know, people who live around cats end up getting like toxoplasmosis exactly and they start they like they would they end up actively harming themselves because they have a brain parasite that's what happens to rats as well that uh when they they uh are exposed to cat urine they end up not being fearful of cats and then end up getting eaten because of it okay it's a thing it's a thing that exists i don't anyway i'm agreeing with you this scene is bizarre. Yes. That it's like he comes downstairs and he does this big over. He mutters to scene. himself a lot about how like rats are fine, but it's also big. he's talking to a woman that doesn't exist and that we have never been introduced to. It's this is this is like Uma Thurman as poison ivy talking to her plants. Yes. He's doing this big overacting scene, and I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna. They're going to like wear this guy as a suit or or the, or the rats have somehow like polluted his mind. And oh, the rats inhabit him. him and then yes. it's, a, it's an Egger suit. Yes, that would be like, a thing. That's something. But he talks <laughs> to the rats. you're talking. He talks to his birds. He talks to his rats and he's like, there's no reason to clear you guys out. I'll lay the traps, but I'm not going to bait them. So I just kiss steer clear of them. I got my goal. Anyway, a new uh, hairy friend shows up in the form of the rat that was outside the window, who apparently is like the smart zombie in those uh, later Dawn of the Dead films that were supposed to keep like, oh, he's this one's learning. This, oh, this one, one knows, knows how faces. this one can operate a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I've never seen you before. And he like tries to pet it. And he's like, ah, oh, don't worry, friend. I'm your pal. I'm the Italian superintendent. Knew your building. father. I did. <laughs> It's Mr. weird. It's so fucking weird. Yes, that- this is this comes out of nowhere. And I was like, I want to see more of this guy. 
But unfortunately, he reaches Well, you would down. think like you would think if you have a character this bizarre that you're like, you're going to okay, see this more guy of is going to be a big part of the story. Yes, you would expect he's going to he's going to get in the way. He's going to be like, no, we can't kill him. And then they like shoot him or it's it's or he's going uh, to disarm um, the traps or something. Yes, this is uh, 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 mine and Vigo's uh, mainly Vigo's from Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> Where are you? Where are you from? The Upper West Side. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hilarious. Best line in that movie. So, uh, uh, but instead, he reaches down to pat his new rat friend, who bites him. He immediately gets pissed off and starts swinging around with a bat, missing this rat. He's like, "Ah, oh, my other rat friends, I, I didn't mean it. I got angry. I'm sorry." He's like, "All right, that looked weird. That look, that was I, on I'm me. A, I'm gonna admit, I'm that was that bad. Was, I, I owned that mistake. I got a little stressed out there." Well, uh, this rat calls in his rat buddies, and this basement apartment just starts flooding with rats. Yes, so much. This so- was where I got like so upset. I was like, "I can't. This. I don't want to see this." I don't like that I'm seeing this. Many of the rats are CG, but the close-ups of the rats, they yes. obviously had like 45 trained rats that were just running all over the place. And I was like, I can't. I in I the wides, like in the wides, all they have to do because it's dark, they can mask it with some 2002 CGI. It's just this undulating mass Wad. of rats. But yes, in the close-ups, they have real rats and they've like, you know, they so they open the little thing and they push them down the stairs. And yes, yeah, so seeing a big group of those things move, it's unnerving. Anyway, they knock this guy down. They start chomping on him. He's screaming, ah, gabagool. <laughs> My stomach's full of gabagool. Runs, out, runs outside in an incredible piece of uh, uh, practical effects, which I loved in that he's got this he looks like he's like covered in rats that are clinging Wearing to a rat biting. Suit. Yes. But yes. All it is, is it's like a big piece. That would be cool to just see like what that, that costume is, but he's running around going, ah! crashes into uh, a big garbage pile. And then he's dead. The rats ate him. That's that. Uh, which is wild. Cause it's, he's never mentioned again. <laughs> we will never speak of him again. Susan goes to the hospital to check on this lady that got the thumbtack in her finger, only find out that, holy fuck, she's got like the plague or something. She's got the plague. She asked the doctor. She's like, so she's pretty, pretty doped up, huh? And the doctor's like, yeah, she's uh, she's really out of it. And she's like, I think she can sign her name, even if she doesn't know what she's uh, signing. Dr. Uh, Winks says she already did <laughs> they laugh they have a good laugh they go down really the loudly other patients are getting nervous but uh, they're like we're not talking about you and they say oh okay they're like we're not talking about you yet, yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, it turns out this lady's real sick and the doctors think one of the patients laughs because he doesn't he wants to be in on the joke, but it's like, no, nah, man, no. No, this is our we're, this is our this thing. This isn't you, you're gonna get fucked later. The doctor says uh, based on the wound, it's not necessarily attack, it looks like a bite. If I had to guess, I guess you got rats. <laughs> I would say Crohn's disease. 
<laughs> the boss at Garson's tells Susan not to let this go public. And she says, go find some exterminators, which is usually the setup to like a Three Stooges sketch. She says, bring in those exterminators. And then here comes Mo, Larry, and Curly. So yeah, she says, you got to get this uh, piano out of here. <laughs> and then you heard the lady get cracking. Drops the piano right out the window. The piano, they slap each other. Oh, it's very funny. This intro's Jack Carver, who I kind of wish the Jack Reacher series was about this guy instead. <laughs> Just a rat guy. Yeah, instead of like, oh, he's some six five brick shit house that they're like, oh my god, he's he's the deadliest force in the entire country. How will we take him down? Instead, he's just some like shithead exterminator. Yeah, I I saw the Amazon trailer for uh, Jack Reacher. Yes, and I was like, okay, so I don't know. Watching it, I was like, so Triple H. Like the biggest motherfucker that has ever existed has a job to do. Am I supposed to wonder how he's going to get that job done? <laughs> it's like, no, he's he's standing a head taller than anybody else. He'll he'll just wreck you. Yeah, he's a he's a cool guy doing cool guy things. Yeah, they always have to recreate that scene where he's in the diner by himself. Doesn't matter what it is, and they come in and they're like, "We've got the place surrounded." He's like, yeah, oh. it's like at least Tom Cruise is just a dude. He's very handsome and he's cut, but like he's not eight feet tall and ready to rip your head off your shoulders. Well, Jack Carver is ready to rip some rats apart because he's a cool, hunky exterminator that's coming in and he's, you know, he's uh, he's very discreet. He is he's, not cool. He's a weirdo. He's kind of cool. He's got a cool car. He like parks in the loading dock and a guy tells him to move his car and he's like, hey, buddy, up yours. You're talking to an exterminator. Yeah, Andrew, when I do that, <laughs> it doesn't make me cool. They just tow my car 20 minutes later. But he's driving a cool car. He's got like a like a 65 Corvette. He's like cool. He's a cool guy. He's got a leather jacket. It's cool. Oh, all right. So you should, you should do that instead. So my uh, my 92 Honda Civic that's not that I park it. in loading docks. That's not cool. No, neither. Neither is your like, uh, you know, India, Indianapolis Colts uh, starter jacket pullover. It's not cutting it in this day and age. What about the hat? What about my uh, baseball cap that says um, ass grass? Or cash, or no one rides for cash, free. No rides it's for just, free. it's just, it's Is a lot of cool? words. It's a lot of words in a hat. Uh, you know, it's just, and it's, it's very small font. I'll agree to that. You, ha- you kind of got to lean in and really take a look at it and be like, I don't. Yeah, and it's weird that it's a pets.com hat as well. <laughs> you got it in two thousand. You're really excited about it. You're like that. Mike Lee in black is that fucking dog puppet? Is hysterical. It was big. All right, it was big. We back all then. liked it, and if, I don't remember him saying this phrase in the commercials, but it seems like something he'd say. Well, uh, Jack goes into the dressing room and immediately finds an entry point And he says, lady, you got rats. <laughs> you got rats. After the store closes, Jack and his assistant, Ty, use uh, UV lights to find piss patterns all around Garson's. Like, boy, this more piss is just, it is just we are it's it's big piss babies here 
I really wanted her to be like, how do you know it's rats? And then he would be like, oh, Jesus, I guess I don't know. <laughs> As a trail leads from like, there's the just like a puddle in a corner. And he's like, oh, God. no, it's the office all the way to Susan's parking spot. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, a rat must have been following me. <laughs> he's like, no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> But it turns out they find some pisses here and there. They find a little bit of piss, pissing here and there. A little piss, a little piss play here and there. You know how it is. It, it, yeah, I think I don't know. I part of this was what was really upsetting to me was that <laughs> the movie's like, by the way, there's piss everywhere. Yeah, everywhere whatever, you go, there's whatever. Piss. You're never going to be more Human than five piss, feet away piss, from. Who gives a shit? Absolutely terrifying bodily fluids of an animal, a person. Maybe your own, who you hope your own. That would be great. It would also be great if he like shined his UV light on himself and was like, oh, oh, whoops. whoops. And he, he glows like uh, Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> Pure piss. But it turns out that the real uh, bread and butter here is the cosmetics perfume department that is just covered in just absolute, <laughs> just gallons I, of rat piss i swear i have seen some piss in my time but there is this third floor of your gilson's good god, god almighty damn it's like uh it's like so the, the supposedly the lights are off but this thing is just glowing uh apparently them rats really like the perfume they say chanel number five please chanel number five for my number two <laughs> anyway andrew Yes. The rats say Chanel number five. I don't wear anything else. Uh, <laughs> From the commercial. That was the thing. It's decided that Jack will go ahead and they'll leave the third floor to his devices to do whatever the fuck it is that he wants to do to, to deal with all that piss play upstairs. <laughs> whatever piss play he's into because he's really emphatic about it. He's like, no one can come in or out. All right. right. It's a complete lockdown. I have a lot of things planned. And you guys have releases. I have a lot more releases. People need to sign. All right. (laughs) And they're like, and you'll get rid of the rats. And he's like, the huh? Yes. Oh, oh, right. Yes. Yes. That is that is absolutely on my list. Yes, that is. Is that is that what you found me under in the yellow pages? (laughs) Good. Okay. That's my, that's a priority. I won't say it's number one, but it is, it's a thing. Uh, but they will not be closing down the store. He says, we got too many high level yahoos got to come in and get some spanks or whatever the fuck it is we sell here. Andrew, this is a big point. They're not going to shut down the store. The beaches need to remain open. And we can easily expect in the third act. There's going to be some, uh, a, perhaps a, a fashion show, a, a Christmas fashion, themed fashion yes, show, a, a Christmas based fashion show. People like big fat idiots talk about over. like uh, they make a lot of sexist comments towards the ladies. They're like, I'll buy Someone one for my wife, face, as I one for my mistress. Yeah. We can uh, but, expect that because yes. they're not going to shut down the store, right? No, this is a short, the store has to remain open. Because it's Labor Day, all right? 
That's when people go out to the beaches. That's the money. <sighs> Susan, however, is tasked with helping because she knows the store inside and out. Meanwhile, uh, back at uh, the pool where Amy is practicing her swimming with her aunt. Good God. Rats begin to flood into the pool. I nearly threw up at this scene. I. They look like they were having fun. Andrew, I don't I I honestly don't know that I've had as visceral a response to a movie as this one. <laughs> and I'm not really sure what it was, but there's a bunch of kids in a pool. They're swimming around and then. A hundred rats just overtake the pool, the rats are not respecting the adult swim rules. They're not following their side of the line to do and back and forth. I'm confident one or more has had diarrhea in the last week. Easily. And the signs clearly the signs are says, very clear. If you've had diarrhea in the past 14 days, please do not get in this pool. And the rats are like, yeah. Yeah, I'll get right on that. Anyway, rats flood into the pool. Amy has to like outswim them. And everyone freaks out because, oh, my God, rats in the pool. Because rats can hold their breath and they can swim pretty well, in fact. Jack uh, shows yes. up. Andrew, I, I have to defer to you because I literally closed my eyes. <laughs> and I was like, I can't. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I, I don't have, like I this. would have loved it if it was all of a sudden that, like, water's flowing out through the filter and then eventually it just stops. And someone's like, oh, that's interesting. And they look in the filter. They look in the oh, little thing, God. and then just oh no no no! Oh, a geezer of rats shooting no. out. No, instead we get POVs, and eventually like one drops in, and then another, and then another, and then we and see, then we get like, a wide shot of a bunch of kids just you know horse playing. Yeah, and rats just like surrounding them, and I was like, oh, I I I do not care for this. Well, Amy is okay, but Jack and Susan show up and Jack finds the thing absolutely fascinating. Uh, he says, says he's turning into a rat wolf. It's absolutely fascinating. Uh, he says, I've never heard anything like this. Usually they would be too scared to come out of the fucking, they're in the, they were in the pipes for the pool. That's wild. Act two. Susan has Jack inspect her house and he believes, lady, you got rats. You got a rat. <laughs> At least one. Because uh, he finds that there's crumbs behind the stove and it seems like he, he turns on the UV light and he's like, there's a lot of piss in this girl's room. And <laughs> there is so much piss in this bed. And oh, my <laughs> God. It appears someone's tried to hide piss stained sheets in the closet. Man, this oh rat is really tearing this place up. This rat is out of their mind. And, and the girl, little girl's like, yes. Yes. That absolutely. Is absolutely right. That is what I've been saying this for years. Jack says this rat seems to have a compulsion to eat uh, flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> While the shower is running, but he's not in the shower. He's mm -hmm. just near it so that no one asks too many questions. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That also, sounds right. also seems to really like wetting down the toothbrush, but it doesn't seem like it's ever been used. It's just been wetted. And then that was it. 
She's like that that monster. That like fucking this, monster. I, I'm glad you're here, boss. Because <laughs> who? How long would we would have had to live with this? Well, after some searching around, Jack manages to trap the dumb thing and kill it behind the refrigerator. But it's not. Uh, it's not the. It's not a big Jack, flood. Jack of rats. also it's gives one. a whole thing about how like rats are tough and cool. He's like almost as tough as cool as me, but I've never seen no rat wear a leather jacket. He he says we're the adversary, and I'm like we're not talking about the man in the red in the black pajamas. All right, it's not. No, these are like velociraptors. All right, yeah. he's, he says they 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 track based on motion, and and he's gonna scream shoot them at a certain point. It's it's gonna be really exciting. Susan and Jack happen upon a health department press conference going on where the guy at the health department says that the rats were released by a prankster. So there's nothing to worry about, folks. That doesn't seem right to me. (laughs) That's a lot of rats for a prankster to have, to be quite honest. But whatever. I'm not the one. I'm not a prankster, so I don't know. Jack knows this is a load of shit. He says, I've seen the files. And he goes and talks to this guy, Ray, who he used to work for. So the two of them have a pre-established relationship. Yes. And uh, Ray uh, agrees. He says, yes, it's a cover story. The city doesn't necessarily (laughs) want to. Oh, yes. Uh, Private citizen that I'm just kind of hanging out with. Oh, yeah, I'm full of shit. Yeah, I fucking lied right there in case you were curious. I lied to everybody. I told them I told them a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Instead, it's I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah. In front of everyone. Well, because you're with Jack. Jack's a cool guy. Jack wouldn't be hanging out with you unless you were cool, too. It turns out that the city uh, is uh, is the the, the chief is breathing down his neck. He wants he wants those cases off his desk. Got to move them along. Get the red cases off. The the health department health department guy makes up some nonsense about how like the olympic games or some the sort of city has a bunch of uh a trade shows that are coming into the area in the next couple of weeks and he says if we can push this off for a handful of weeks then we can really start digging into it but we don't want to cause a panic because it's labor day and the beaches need to be open none of this makes sense to me because it's like what is the story? There's rats in New York City. Like, why would you want? Why would you have to cover that up? Everybody knows it. That's well, the truth, I guess. But he says that he's that they've obviously seen an uptick of rats in this area of town, but they don't want to close stuff because of some, 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 some. As some. though they ever fucking would. He says that uh, it's interesting because with these rats specifically, they will bite rather than just run away. So they're more aggressive than your standard got to get down to Coney Island rat that you saw on the, on the, on the queue. Yeah. Ty, Susan and Jack. He put start, a, he put a, he swiped his card. He had a Metro card, which was wild. That's, that's incredible. He swiped it. And then he got the message that was like, you're out of money. And he was like, like no, nope, I know I'm not. And he did it again. And then he got the message one more time. And they ran it a third time and it was like, actually, you know what? You're cool. And it was yeah. Like, yeah, I know. I know I'm good. You would have thought he would try to jump the turnstile, but he's not. No, he had. He, no, he's, he's like, respectable. He's like, I, I, I just loaded this. He's like, I don't have to. I, I'm not going to commit a crime because I know that I'm in the right. 
Yeah. Well, they Ty, Susan, and Jack start exploring the bowels of the store. Down in the trenches, they find a chewed-up rats, and they say, "We got to get this to the lab." But they also, while looking around, find that it's connected to the subway access tunnels. And while they're they're down there spelunking, they hear a bunch of gnawing. They hear a bunch yeah, of I, chomp, 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 chomp. I don't know something about the idea of a high-end fashion store. Uh, employee being like oh by the way this is actually part of a gothic castle that leads to the subway system (laughs) and he's like yeah 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 no naturally yeah that makes sense so we have this we have these like weird extended scenes where they punch through drywall and are suddenly in like the bowels of new york city (laughs) Yeah, they're they're down with the Ghostbusters uh, in the, uh, the ooze tunnels. Well, they uh, they they find themselves directly overhead of the uh, the subway, and they they get too scared. It gets too real for them, so they decide to say, "All right, back off, back off." So they go back to the basement of Garson's, only to find that there are tons of rats now in the basement. I'm guessing, is this like a bird's reference, do you think? Because they, they're they like, all right, all we got to do is just walk quietly by them. Uh-huh. And they do exactly that. Yeah. You're going to have to tell me because I uh, crawled under my bed at this point. <laughs> I, so whatever happened, you're the only one that knows because uh, as soon as they walk into a room filled with rats, I was like, no, I don't think I can do this. Ew. No, thank you. Well, they uh, tiptoe past the rats. The head rat kind of looks up and s- we, we keep cutting to this specific rat who looks up and is like, it's weird. Smells them, raises an eyebrow and it's like, oh, we'll meet again. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's very much a. Um... Again, it's the head zombie thing from uh, the Day of the Dead or well, whatever. What is the... what is no? What is the um? Is it Stripe in uh, Gremlins? Yes, is that it? There's like one Gremlin that uh, the guy in Gremlins, Billy, keeps saying is like that's the that's the leader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, if you say so, I don't. <laughs> Well, this rat, he's got a. He's but there's like, one rat that seems. <laughs> he seems says, to, "I don't he buy." He gets it. a lot of screen time. That's the only way that we know he's in charge. Is that he's the only rat that gets uh, close-ups. He should. They should have like done some. He should have had like a scar or something just to really sure, distinguish or a him. White stripe. Something, but we're. I believe we're supposed to assume that this is the same rat. That's that's the ringleader in all of this. I don't know. Well, back upstairs, uh, they say, man, that was real fucked up. But Garson's boss says, all right, so it sounds like it's the city's problem. Have them lay some traps, put some boards up on the holes you busted up, and then call it a day, and then get back to showing around like the premiere of China or whoever's coming to the store to buy, I don't know, one of those birds that like dips and drinks from the cup. What, is that yeah. what we sell? It's, I think yeah. we do. Are we a sharper image? Is that what we are? Do we have massage vibrating chairs? Is you that, listen that, to me. 
if we don't sell 600 uh, stormtrooper dolls <laughs> that are six feet tall, we have by the all, end of the month. We have all of these life this size business is over. We have all of these life size BB-8s that gotta go. All right, they we must gotta... sell. <sighs> we have to make room for the Grogu's, and then after that, we got to make room for the Boba Fett's. And then after that, we got to make room for the She-Hulks. I don't know. I, I, I don't watch Disney Plus anymore. Does that work for you? Anybody <laughs> buying this? Uh, Jack and Susan have an argument about this because Susan says, look, my boss says we got to fucking fire you. So hit the bricks, dickhead. <laughs> and he says, you can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> this is so weird. Puts his gun on the desk. No, he says that he's not going to give up this case because it means too much to him because he cares about rats or something. I, I don't. For I, some I, reason, yeah, I kind of no. lost the thread here. Andrew, I is it just that we're like such pieces of shit that if someone says to yes. us, "Yes, you're end, off end the of case," statement. you and I are like, "Great!" Woo! Oh, I would be so Thank relieved. God. Imagine if someone came up to you at work and they're like, Mark, we're pulling you off this. You'd You're be like, like oh, <laughs> baby. Oh, God no. damn. I feel bad. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're hurting my. F- oh, but I really wanted to hang out with those rats. But oh, now, oh, that's oh, fuck. I'm going to go home and just watch anything i want not have to worry about cr- having rats crawl all over me oh into my business oh, oh how dare you oh dare crying oh the tears well um at the hospital uh susan unbeknownst to her has somehow uh has a rat in her car <laughs> like She's bringing a bag to the lady that they this, almost fucking This scene killed. is amazing. This was so she's she's like, oh shit, I knocked over the bag that I had. She's like reaching around on the ground. The, she's like, yeah, all right, uh, no Burger ghost King face, Whopper. The Whopper ghost rapper. face killer is like hiding in her trunk. <laughs> she she's has... reaching under the car seat. She's like, all right, Whopper wrapper, uh, loaded pistol, uh, yeah. syringe. No, no, that's all normal stuff. Then she reaches and she feels something scurry underneath her hand. She goes, oh, God. Then this fucking hairy ass rat like leaps out and is like, surprise, motherfucker. Well, the rat, it, it, it jumps up and jumps onto her. Um, what is it? Onto her steel, Steer, steering, steering wheel. wheel. Yes, because she's in her car. And it gives she, her it gives her a look that's like, it's on, bitch. Like, yeah. You saw me before and you thought I wasn't going to come back. You thought I forgot you, didn't you? Uh, but a truck has parked too close to her car in the process. And now she can't so, even get out the driver's side door. door. She's like, ah, ah, ah. She's fumbling around. She's trying to grab for that fucking pistol. The rat jumps out of the car door that was slightly ajar. This Then she turns on the ignition, backs up. Backs up makes eyes with the rat the the eye contact with the rat that is the thing that really drove really hit me where i she's like get ready to die you piece of shit yeah she, she drives says, over the rat the rat explodes under her, under tire her tires yes in such a gross 
disgusting way that I was like, I hate this. I don't want to see this. I don't like what I'm seeing. But then the best part, then the movie starts to win me over again, Andrew. We she's like, oh, oh, thank God I killed that rat. It's my problems are over. We dolly up to reveal that. Oh, my God. There was a second shooter. There is another rat rat on a pipe out on a pipe. That, that saw is the whole thing. <laughs> it watched the whole thing. And we get a close-up of the rat's eyes. And the rat narrows its eyes like it's fucking Clint Eastwood being like, you're on my you, list. You have bitch. fucked up now. All right. Yeah, you now you fucked up. And because he's going to go back and tell his rat buddies. He's like, I jot, I jotted down the license plate. I know where this, I know where this bitch I know lives. Where this, yeah. She drove over. She drove over speedy. All right. <gasps> no. Yes. Yeah, speedy. He was the best of us. All right. He was innocent. He was pure. And they, yeah. Then they get a posse together and they're like, we're going to teach her. That's, that's what this movie needs to become. They, again, like crows. They can hold rats should be able to hold a grudge. Yes. I, I don't know why, but I just, I was in my mind, I was like, it's a Vietnam film where they're like, we lost our innocence when she drove (laughs) over that rat. You know, he was, he was the one that wanted to go back to his girl and live a 1950s American life. And now it's over. She should have said something cool when she drove forward. It's prime time, bitch. Yeah, that's classic. Also, um, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I, I sure am feeling tired. Mm. She says, rats off to you. Don't tread on me, but I'll tread on you. Uh, hopefully they didn't leave a rodent in the car. That's good. That's good. All right, let's go right there. That's all right. Hang on. Rodent. Yeah. No. Ty Ty takes the killed rat from earlier that they found in the tunnels to a uh, scientist man who says Ty is Ty is the assistant. He's the assistant to Jack who does all the heavy lifting while Jack just shows up and he's like, I'm wearing a leather jacket. Look at me. Well, he's cool. Yeah, he's cool. Ty being cool is a full-time job, Andrew. Ty's the dweeb that has to do like all the 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 science stuff. Well, scientist scientist man says, Mark, I have terrible news. This rat has got a lot of tea. All right. Oh. Uh, I'm reluctant to ask this question. Yeah, but I have to know. Yes, does this rat have more tea than I do? You're not going to like the answer. Oh God! Even Uh, even dead. uh, Here's all I have. All I have to tell you is that um, I, me personally, I haven't been talking about it. But there are groups out there. Are, that have been talking about is it. Is this the ladies? Yes. Mother fucker. The ladies have been talking and they're like, even this dead squished rat. Oh, no. They're looking at the tea, but uh, so other other person's tea 
also a topic of discussion, but not in a positive way. It hurts because it hurts because it's true. (laughs) And I know it. God. The scientist says that he's never seen something like this in nature. He's like, this, this rat's tea is off the charts. I don't so know. Many, so much tea. The midichlorians oh, and the tea are interacting. Ordering this like bootleg from China or what the deal is, just injecting it intravenously. But they're pretty confident that maybe this is more of a lab rat type situation where they've, they've doped this uh, rat up on a bunch of tea and just to see what happens. They've been teasing him. Do you know where they got starving them singing? You know where they got the tea. And he says, not from you. (laughs) Set them up, knock them down, set them up, knock them down. Every time. Uh, Susan checks on the lady at the hospital and then uh, Jack arrives. She apologizes to Jack and she says, we got to get those sons of bitches. She says, I saw into their minds. (laughs) They're planning. I'm pissing everywhere. <laughs> he says, yeah. Yeah, it's the rats. Yeah, they're planning on pissing everywhere. She says, let's that's, nuke this. Not a, nuke the sons of bitches. That's not anyone else's plan. Right. She wants to help. Ty calls and says, the rats might be altered, but after some, you know, some incredibly elaborate Google searching, he finds that there has been, there was a lab Directly it's 2002. Nearby. It's probably asked <laughs> He went to Alta Vista and said, uh, Lab, New York City. And he put the address and rat piss. They're like, I don't Quotation know. mark, rat piss plus. <laughs> I don't know, man. Address. Here's here's candystand.com. You can play like Lifesavers mini golf. He's like, Oh, cool. Like, oh, all right. All right. Fun. Okay. There was a lab that uh, is nearby the Galsons and uh, the, the, uh, the, the pool and Susan's apartment. Jack and Susan go to investigate only to find that the lab is deserted. However, they find uh, some picked over animal bones inside. Gross. And, they, and they also find an access point and they guess, well, the lab closed down about two years ago. They just ate. Every six weeks, there might be half a million of these things in the, in the process that they got all these, you know, fucked up tea loaded rats together and then said, we're done with this. Open the cages and then just let them go. So there is some rogue colony swirling underneath the city streets there in New York City. They uh, big time the health department guy that they met earlier to get some equipment to go down and see what the hell's going on with these this rat hole that they found. Back at Susan's, while Amy's there, a rat comes out of the toilet and scares her. Jack comes over and stays the night in order to make her feel better and gets flirty, flirty with Susan. Andrew, the toilet rat scene was a recreation of the Ghoulies movie poster. <laughs> I think we all know. Yeah, or uh, the uh, the scene in Look Who's Talking where he's afraid of the, the toilet as well. But good God almighty, I was up. I did not enjoy that. Again, another CGI rat popping out of the thing being like, ah, I'm a rat. I, I don't I know. saw There's what so- your mom did. She killed Speedy, God damn it. 
there's so much imagery in this movie that I'm just like, I do not care for that. That is very scary. That is very upsetting. And a little bit more than what I was expecting from a any TV movie. Well, this was a this was made in a pre 9-11 world. So that's that's where the I, real I keep forgetting that. Yeah. You know. Act three, uh, they send the camera probe down into the sewer line at the lab while Susan and Amy are at uh, they're they're at the they're at the uh, subway station with Mark watching rats just board the train. Susan says that she likes Jack and Amy, her daughter, says, I do, too. So smoochy, smoochy, kissy, kissy. Et cetera, et cetera. I swear to God, that rat. He's always, he's always asking for money. He's yeah. always like, oh, I'm trying to get out of town. I just got to get to the LIR so that I go back to Jersey. I see him every week. Yeah. He, and he doesn't remember you. He gave him money the first week and then he gives the you the same. He's like, ah, oh, my gas can's empty. It's like, oh, it's curious because it was empty last week when I gave you a fucking uh, 10 bucks. Yeah. And you said you wanted to leave New York, but here you are. Here you are back again. The probe down in the pipes finds the uh, basically the rat version of the Matrix rave happening. Like a really weird and gross, like rat fuck fest. Yeah, we're looking just, at. We're just looking at broken pipes and rats everywhere, just doing a rave dance. Uh, what is the name of their city? Zion. Zion. That's right. The, yeah, the big Zion rave thing, but with rats instead of people is what we're looking at here through the lens of this probe. But accidentally, the probe clips a live wire, which <laughs> sends electricity through. I thought I was like, they're going to superpower these rats with electricity <laughs> and I was yeah. going to lose my mind. But it just pisses them off. It makes them really mad. And so they start pouring out through the bottom, which is above the subway line, which is where Amy and Susan happen to be on one of the trains going in that tunnel. I don't know why, but I just really laughed at the idea of like this little um, RC car. Yeah, this Rob the Robot down there. Yeah, just tapping on a on an electric line, and then we cut to some dweeb who's operating it, being like, "Oh yeah." We hit the main line. There's electricity, enough electricity to power the city of Manhattan, just arcing through everywhere. <laughs> That's going to happen. You know what? Yeah, your fillings start to hurt. Your hair just stands on end. And it's, and it's like, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. sometimes that's that just sends to be what happens down here. While in the subway car, Susan is looking over research that they stole from the lab and they realize that it's plants. They were crossbreeding these rats with plants. My God. And the thing that they really note is that one of the plants that they crossbred the rats with matches the plant in one of the perfumes at Garson's. Okay. Which Amy has a sample of in her hands. While the specific, but sure, I know very convenient, but whatever. While the subway car is moving, however, one of the rats that dumps out of the pipe gets electrocuted, which causes an emergency stop on the subway car, causing Amy to drop 
the perfume that she was holding, smashing it, which would have pissed me off if I were on that car because I'm like, it already stinks enough in here as it is. Now we're in this tin can and have to smell this fucking flower. As well, well also, as I don't want to be a, urine. I don't want to, do, I don't want to be a dick or, uh, you know, bring up the fact you already brought it up. I went to New York. Yeah. Uh, for college, I lived in New York for four years. I went to uh, Columbia University. It's an Crap, Ivy Crap, 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 Do you know this? Uh, have you, you know heard this? Of this? Have you seen this? I don't know if I've mentioned this, but it's a it's a very good college. Yeah. Um, but any subway car that stops when it runs over a rat, that's a bad subway car. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that thing, those things should have a cattle catcher on it, to be quite honest, just to plow rat corpses out of the way. They're they're, uh, the MTA was thrilled because they were like, we don't have to spend money on uh, axle grease. Yeah, just let the blood of rats. rats. We just just have brain matter and bone meal. Just keep those things nice and slick. It's slick. It's nice. Sometimes, sometimes they got to stop that thing a good two and a half miles ahead of the station that they're pulling into, <laughs> and they'll so sail much. right past it. Yeah. Um, but well, yes. So, also, yeah. Go ahead. Also, when the train stops, the engineer comes through and is like, "Hey, I don't know what's going on, but uh, sit tight." And then <laughs> a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Mark Gonzalez. Yeah, the Mark character and all of the this. The Mark character is like, how can you, you can't expect us to stay here. I need to get to Midtown so that I can catch the opening, uh, the opening scene of La Traviata. <laughs> and he's I gotta, like, I gotta get to the, I gotta get to the Sparrows that I like. I mean, and he's like, look, man, the train stopped. I'm sorry. Uh, this was a type of this was a weird scene where I was like, I remember the train stopping suddenly and then everybody looks at each other and then you hear no information. Yeah, nobody does 20 minutes anything. And then eventually the train starts moving again. Yeah. But in this movie, it's like it's like if an airplane fell out of the sky. Yeah, the uh, the the conductor of the train gets out into the tunnels only to find, holy shit, you got rats. Rats pour onto the car as well while the driver's out looking at the problem. And this gets the driver murked by the rats. They knock him down and they start chomping and chewing. They just say, eat them. It's disgusting. Eat them up. Yum, yum, yum. But uh, as rats not only pour on top of the subway car, they start getting into the car and start falling out of the doors that are in there, prompting the Mark Gonzalez character to pull out the pistol he was holding and start firing indiscriminately inside the subway car. The most realistic part of this entire movie. Andrew, I guess the thing that really upset me was they don't they he's. The Mark Gonzalez character is firing his gun. Uh, camera left to right. The rats are coming right to left. Mm-hmm. You're led to believe that he's shooting at the rats. In real life, he would be shooting at any human that he deems. <laughs> well, does anyone, not anyone that's to live. in the way of the exit. 
Yeah. While the gunfire uh, catches Ty and Jack's attention, who are down on the subway platform, they jump down into the tunnels and run over there, uh, bringing along with them a fire extinguisher. They use fire extinguishers to uh, knock the rats off the door of the car and allows the passengers to escape down the tunnel and back to the subway platform. Surprisingly, the only person that died was the driver. I'm I'm shocked that that guy with the gun didn't just. I know they they spend time showing the Mark Gonzalez character shoving people out yes. of the way and then just running like, running down the Me tunnel first, himself. bitches. Well, uh, after arguing with Ray, because Ray says, "What? So there's some rats. What's the problem? We'll get to it when we get to it." New York, greatest city in the world, baby. Jack, Ty, and Susan decide to hatch their own plan, which is this. They're going to use the dumb robot and they're going to load it up with a bunch of perfume. Yes. Then uh, they're going to basically Pied Piper these rats from the tunnels into the pool, which is now empty, back at the uh, YMCA. Uh, and the then they're where the to, little girl was attacked. Yeah. Yes. And then they're going to load them up with some explosives and then they're going to kill these motherfucking rats in this motherfucking pool. Andrew, I, I was, I was impressed because they express, they explained early in the film where they can get explosives. Where? Oh, you're right. They didn't. Oh, shoot. <laughs> These I, I knew I, I knew I fucking forgot something. These bouncing Betty landmines just seem to appear in the third act. Well, Jack's a cool guy who has cool guy things. Presumably, he's got he's that's cool. He, he goes yeah. to he's the, got he goes he's got to, just landmines in the back of his '64 Chevelle. No, he goes to the weapons dealer in falling down, and the guy's like, "I seen you on TV." They use this in the war. Uh, yeah, he's got these uh, these like electroshock landmines, something these concussive blasts that uh, you know. It's you, insane. You, you it's use like, them no, in like a you use them in like a Call of Duty mission. You're a goddamn exterminator. Why do you have <laughs> landmines? Yeah, that's Susan. This, she that's when she should have been like maybe a relationship with you is not the best thing right now this is, i don't know if this is gonna work for me well it turns out that the uh the dumb robot stops working so ty has to go down into the pipes himself to bait the rats toward the pool with his own little perfume bombs while amy and jack are just chucking more perfume bombs into the pool yes Ty races back because rats are like, man, I love the smell. I love that smell. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, it's rich. I love it. I, it's, it's like when you, uh, you know, you buy a, a candle or something, you're like, oh, that's so good. That's, it's, it's, it's like uh, buying some Mrs. Meyers soap. Oh, it's, it's, it's called Winterfall. No, it, oh, smell, it smells, it, Andrew, it smells just like pasta <laughs> and noodles. It says right on the thing noodles. Noodles. The rats start pouring into the pool a lot faster than Jack was anticipating. And he's telling Ty, get, get out of there, kid. Let's blow this thing and go home. <laughs> uh, no, they start pouring into the pool more than any reasonable human being can imagine. 
because there are literal geysers there, of yes. rats. After some drips and drops of rats, geysers of rats start shooting up into the pool. They've Which, struck. They've struck rat. Again, I had to leave the room. <laughs> well, Ty ends up coming out of one of the air ducts, which accidentally knocks Susan into this pool, which again, he was, he was running through the Jeffrey tubes. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand. He falls out of one of these tubes. He's like, man, I'm in the tubes back here. Knocking Susan into the pool, which is again an Olympics. So you have to imagine it's script description. They were as literal as they can. It's an Olympic sized pool that is full to the brim Filled with ra- writhing rats, angry, disgusting rats. She falls into it and Jack and Ty have to try and fish her out using only their hands and leaning over the diving board. And wouldn't you know it? They fucking did. I was expecting I was expecting a fake out. This is what I would have written because the hand comes up and she's like, he's like, ah, ah, pulls her. I was expecting arm, just arm. That's what I was expecting. Oh, no, I want a whole skeleton. <laughs> I want a human. I want a human mad, madden Amchick shaped skeleton just pulls out. Um, if they would have had more time and it would have been a side character again, it's like in Jurassic Park when when Samuel Jackson's arm yeah. falls on the. Uh, no, I I don't. <laughs> this scene really struck me because they're like, oh, my God, she fell in an Olympic swimming pool full of rats filled with angry, violent rats. And I don't know, call me a coward, but I would have been like, we lost some good people. today. <laughs> uh, she got covered in pee and then we just had to cut our losses. <laughs> There was so much piss. Yeah, don't I, don't turn the UV ray on at the funeral. That's all I have to say. Uh, yeah, out of respect, they not. managed to fish her out of the pool with only minimal cuts and scrapes and bruises. Apparently, she doesn't get the plague. I don't. Don't know. worry, she's they still forgot, very attractive. They forgot to bite her. I I don't exactly know. Uh, and then they say it's been revoked. Push the plunger. <laughs> blow that fucking pool sky high there are where do you even begin to cleaning that up because it also does it doesn't seem efficient they don't there's no way they killed all of them no i i was like why don't you put a tarp over it and then leak and then fill it with gas gas and then say we're this is how we're going to kill them and they can't get out because we've sealed the bottom or something to that effect, but no, they think a concussive blast that they have we're surrounded just this pool blow with, the shit out of these things. And apparently, it's enough of a shockwave that it it's you you kill the queen and you kill the rest. Get away from her, you bitch! So, again, imagine having to go in with snow shovels and a backhoe <laughs> just to dig all these fucking rat carcasses out of the olympic size swimming pool well the the movie also takes the time to establish that they're lying to the uh they're lying the to the guy that, that owns the pool that owns the pool so they're like don't worry someone else will clean this up Yeah, the health department will go ahead and pay for all the damages don't worry about it so you have to imagine a credits crawl of this guy just being like motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> just shovel shovel well we then fade uh, to central park as susan jack and amy walk through the park happy together 
because apparently they survive the rats. They say, we're hungry. Let's go to lunch. And the happy family heads off, but we pan over to a nearby trash can only to find it overflowing with rats. Rats? No. Ah, doggone it. We thought we got them all, but these are, I think these are just your basic, scary, awful New York City rats. These ain't, these ain't those lab rats. No, these are just standard brown rats. These are these are your your run of the mill pizza rats that are like, oh, you guys, you guys, you guys going to lunch, huh? I'd love no, to. These are these are your slice. steady. These are your steady commuter rats that are like, <laughs> look, I catch the queue to Coney Island, then I hit the the uh, the LIR. I go down to Jersey. I come back up. Yeah, I can buy a house in Jersey. There's no way I'm affording anything here in in the city. That's ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. I mean, the commute sucks, but what are you going to do, huh? What am I going to do, work in Jersey? Huh, yeah, right. Anyway, that's the end of The Rats. I hated this movie. This no. the most upsetting movie I've ever seen, which maybe makes it the best movie I've ever seen. But like, I, it's it's I. There's some interesting things here. I I thought it was going to be, uh, I thought it was going to be more dated than it was. But like, you know, the, their practical effects with the rats, with the attached with the CGI. Like anytime that there's like. When the when the one rat would get up on its hind legs and you're like, that's ah, a fake rat. That yeah. sucks. But but for the most part, yeah, you see a bunch of fake rats pouring into a thing, and you're like, that's cool. And then guys was of, I, like no. the the phrase geysers of rats, you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do this. This is cool. I think it was probably for me, it was too effective <laughs> in that like <laughs> They were like, what if we just made the most horrifying thing Mark Gonzalez has ever seen? And they were like, yeah, we could do that. And this movie, it it works on the levels that it is attempting to work. Yeah. But Jesus, I, I did not enjoy experiencing this movie in any way at all. It, I, I don't know. It was, it was, it was too scary. I'm sorry to say it. Like, as a guy that watches horror movies, I was like, no, no, you have tapped into something that is specifically. I mean, there's a human revulsion to a rat for sure. Just the way they move and their tails and just the, there's something about it that you don't, you don't appreciate, you don't like. Yeah. And if there are humans anywhere, you're going to that's you're bringing rats along with them. They follow yeah, us. And this this movie was very much like, no, a geyser of rats is going to happen. And I was like, I can't <laughs> I can't deal with that. I don't like that. I mean, it would have been interesting to see if they had gotten money to do that. Like, again, this was written by a guy who wrote Child's Play. And, you know, this is on a made for TV budget. But yeah, I could have easily seen this in the vein of a you know, like that House of Wax remake or. Oh, that that I love. Or, you know, like in like 2003, 2004, you were seeing, you know, uh, these kind of lower budget horror films that were still getting released into that were being released by major studios that were going into the theaters. Yes. 
And I could have easily seen the script get that treatment. I think they would have had to flesh some stuff out, but uh, I, you know, this could have been something. It didn't, it didn't feel as low rent that I, as I thought it was going to be. It didn't feel as no. low rent as atomic twister. That's what no, I'll say. Definitely not. No, this, this felt like, and I don't know, maybe that's like the, the distinction that Fox TV had at that time was that it's, it was like, it's like, very nearly movie look, quality. You're talking to pushing. the, you're talking to the, the network that aired working trash. All right. So yeah, we're but gonna, like we're 10, put some 10 stuff 15 years later, you know, so it's like we're working. We have the Fox name. We have we're owned by 20th Century Fox or whatever at that point. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're we're trying to push boundaries. We're trying to push what is acceptable on television. And I was like, good God, you really <laughs> found the limits. I'm curious. I, 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 we weren't able to find a broadcast cut of this, which I mean, I, I wasn't at least. So I'm curious, like what? No, you made me watch boobies. Yeah, which, I made you watch, which, which, you know, it's disgusting. Yeah, awful. A crime. The, the human body is absolutely nauseating. But I'm curious if they also, because when she like runs over that rat, like she squishes oh, yeah, that thing I was up like, real you good. You can't show that. You cannot show that. So I'm curious what the TV cut of this was more than anything else. Uh, I don't know. I thought I'd, I'd watch it. I'd, I'd watch this at a horathon. Would you recommend this movie? I would recommend the first act more than anything else. Cause again, I, that super character, that's the one that gets me. That's, well, yeah, I, I want to. I want to want a movie about, about a crazy, weird guy. <laughs> want to know more about that guy? I want to see uh, cool guy Jack Carver doing cool guy uh, uh, exterminator things. I want to see um, uh, more about Garson's. Like, what do you think their rewards program is like? I bet it's good. I doubt it. No, it's going to be mostly it's going to be pushing you mostly towards homewares where it's like, why would I buy pots and pans from Garson's? That's ridiculous. I come here to buy dresses, slacks. Well, it's like a Nordstrom's, you know, it's, some people have an exactly. affinity for the brand. That's what I'm saying. You go to All Nordstrom's right. and it's like, hey, don't worry, we have kids clothes. And it's like, oh, that my child will grow out of in two days. No, I'm not doing that. Uh, do you think that uh, uh, John Lafia thought maybe this is his next child's play? I mean, it's certainly set up at the end that like there can be more rats. <laughs> well, the thing is, is there there isn't uh, you know there isn't the character that is memorable enough to want to hang a sequel on because like susan is a well, lady no, what about the what about the rat that narrows his eyes well if, remembers if, her license plate if, number if that if that rat had jumped up if if all those rats pouring out of the trash can had been one thing and then that rat jumps up at the end and looks right at the camera and or like does the finger thing where he like points at his eyes and he points at them yeah that would have been one thing but instead no and if, I'm not. I'm we, not saying that that Exterminator Jack Carver couldn't be its own franchise. That is absolutely not what I'm saying. 
Right. I just feel like we're missing the. Um... Let me let me let me suggest this to you. Yes. The movie ends. We don't see the rats in the trash can. Mm-hmm. Uh, credits run. We get an advertisement for Simpsons. And then, you know, on the like sidebar mm-hmm. kind of Sque- little sque- squeeze and tease. Squeeze and tease. Yeah. We get that. And then at the very, very end, uh, we get a scene where uh, a very tired and disinterested person is at the uh, at the DMV and they get a call. And they're like, you want a reverse plate pickup? And they're like, yeah, definitely. And they're like, all right, what do you want? And they're like, well, it was a hit and run. Here's the plate number. And then they tell them the plate number, where the person lives, mm-hmm. where the child goes to swim camp. Yeah. And then we pull back to reveal the rat with the narrowed eyes in a payphone. And then it hangs up the phone. That's that's is that's, that a movie for you? Is well, that they, a teaser? They know where she lives though, because they already popped out of her toilet. <laughs> <laughs> They said, is that fucking asshole with the car here? The Cutlass Supreme? She says, no, man. She's out flirting with her boyfriend or something. He's like, fuck. All Uh, right. He says, he says, this is the sixth toilet I've popped out of. So this better be the right one. He's he pops out of the toilet and he says, did they leave a forwarding address? (laughs) And they go, oh, yeah, they have a they have a New Yorker subscription somewhere up in Connecticut. He says, all right. Uh, how does this stack up against the Guerd and True Blood? I'll be honest, Andrew. I wanted someone to show a VHS. You, wanted, well, you get that a little bit with Jack. Is like a he's not a enough. fountain. He's a font of stupid facts about rats. Where he's like, he's like, you know, in New York City, you're never more than five feet away from a rat. Sure, <laughs> but humans humans know. eat humans eat seventeen pounds of rat feces every single year. And, and she says, voluntarily. <laughs> she like, says, yes. all humans. And he says, well, me. <laughs> Did I say every year? I meant every month. Uh, no. Uh, it, it, I don't know. It, 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 something about him like looking around, it was a little too real, I think, <laughs> was my experience. Like, well, having there's dealt no... having dealt with exter- exterminators like having somebody just dig around in your apartment and be like oh by the way i can do my job but you're still going to be haunted by pests for yeah. the rest of your life that's that's ghosts, just how it is the ghosts of these things it's those are a little harder to get rid of you ever seen the frighteners it's basically that kind of like that uh, all right. Well, it sounds like it's a bit of a mixed review on the rats, but we definitely enjoyed it more than Atomic Twister. Yeah. I engaged with it more. Okay. Than all right. You, you weren't physically revulsed by uh, or physically repulsed by the, the, the sight of Mark Paul Gossler driving a big rig. <laughs> Although I was confused about a nine year old pervert. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, that was more concerning than anything in the rats. That was more concerning sure. than like revulsive in the way that a geyser of rats is revulsive to me. Well, we uh, move away from the horror genre for next time uh, as we continue our look back at 20 years ago in 2002 as we look at uh, something else uh, <laughs> some, to, to wash our minds of this one, which yeah, I, I think I, that was probably the uh, teaser trailer. Would you like to watch something, something else? else? uh i i mark i want to say this might be a biopic based on the title alone but from 2002 starring robert townsend and morgan fairchild from showtime it's called i was a teenage faust you want to see a new car got a car got a car my car my car my car a brawler Oh, yes, 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 it's a problem. There's nothing like this in Cloverdale. Nothing, nothing. Get in, get in. Check it out. Corinthian leather. Ooh, hotter than hell. Oh, 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 oh. And I got a cell phone for you. Oh, you, oh, you shouldn't. Oh. <laughs> oh, and one last thing. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. Don't, and I seriously mean, don't tell anybody where you got this car or how this transformation came about. Okay. Um, what if they ask? Trust me, they won't ask. But, Mr. Fogg... But, but nothing. There is a handbasket in the trunk, and if you blab to anybody, you'll be in that basket and on your way before you can say BL's above. Above. <laughs> well, where would I go in a handbasket? We'll talk about it later. That's right! The world famous Goethe story coming home. Andrew, and are they are they down to a, a Faust house? I believe they are. That's all I want. We're finally getting it. We didn't realize it was already made in 2002, but <laughs> apparently Kevin Faust uh, has has his own movie, and we're seeing friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the show, Kevin Faust, apparently has a biopic based on what it was like when he was a teenager. <laughs> Uh, Andrew, um, if, if anybody wants to listen to the next episode, they're, you know, they're definitely encouraged to based on what we just heard and what we know. Rousing. Yes. For me, (laughs) just, this is what television should be. We, this is what we should be striving for at all times. This is what art should be. But that's for next time on Showtime. It's I Was a Teenage Faust. (laughs) If you'd like to listen to past episodes, you can always do that by going to soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. You can email us at tvmovienightpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV Movie Night. You can subscribe to us on Spotify and leave a review there. You can also do the same on iTunes. Would really help us out. And you can subscribe to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more. SoundCloud.com forward slash TV movie night podcast. Mark, is there anything else? Andrew, I'm looking forward to our next episode. I, <laughs> I hope you are too. I have a question to oh, all of God. our audience. I, I, I worry what I, I know what the question is and I worry what the answer is. 
How much do you want it? 